Can I just say that I okay. know, I I don't I don't understand horoscopes. I'm just gonna say every single description I've read of what it means to be a Pisces does not resonate with me as a person. But my zodiac sign is Shoga, because he and I, um, he and I are born very near to each other, and we're both cats. So therefore, my I identify as being born under the zodiac sign of Min Yungi. But anyway, <laughs> um, there's this theory in Jungian psychology. Thank you, BTS, for explaining it to me. Because I didn't understand it until... I actually, both E and I have known about it for a really long time. But the only time that I've kind of been able to like parse it in my brain is when BTS came out with the Map of the Soul series. Because the Map of the Soul series is entirely based on Jungian psychology and the idea of the self. So just to give you guys a crash course, Jungian psychology posits that the self is divided into two things. Your ego self, your ego, and your shadow. And I could be like totally misinterpreting this. I'm not a Jungian scholar. Again, my understanding of this is completely from K-pop. And But anyway... <laughs> So, and a book that I haven't even finished yet, which is Map of the Soul by author I forgot. But he's legit. Like, I've been trying to read it. It's, it's, it's a thin book, but it's, it's, it's meaty. Anyway, point is, so you are the ego and the shadow. That's what the two things. And the reconciliation of those two things is how you become actualized as the self. So what is your ego and what is your shadow? Your ego is your conscious self, the you that you intend to be. Like, this is the person I have decided I am and I'm going to be this person and, you know, that's me. This is me. Like this is how this is who I think I am. Like it's who I think I am. The contents, the conscious self. That's your ego, and your shadow self is the you that you want to repress, or the you that you can't admit is also you. So these are either traits you dislike, or parts of yourself that you wish you could be, but think I shouldn't be this way because that doesn't make me a good human. Maybe you think it's incongruous with who you should be. Like you know, it contradicts who I am. Blah blah blah. Um, Stuff that you bury. Uh, okay. It can be stuff like fears. It can be desires, suppressed longings, all these things. So basically, the whole point of the shadow is it's, again, as the term says, it's, it's, it's suppressed. It's a shadow. It's the thing that you don't allow to come out into the light of the ego. Now, the ego has an external representation that's called the persona. Who the hell am I? I just want to go. I just want to fly. Anyway, that's, that's, I'm not Namjoon. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, point is, so the, the, the ego kind of expresses itself through the persona. The persona is... People can have many of them. It's this idea of who you want the world to think you are or who you think you need to be or who you you think the world needs you to be at any given time or place. So you can have a work persona, a persona with friends, blah, blah, blah. So that's the, that's like, um, you know, that's the expression of the ego. Like what, that's what the ego, how the ego expresses itself. How the shadow expresses itself on the other hand at least from how I understood it, I could be totally wrong, is through what's known as an anima or an animus. Um, they call this the contra self. That's actually the term it's used in like theories. It's like the contra version of yourself. It's the mirror image of yourself. So just like the ego is the mirror of the shadow, the anima or animus is kind of the mirror of the persona, the inverse of the persona. It is an expression, a you know, personification of not necessarily the parts of yourself that you don't like, but it responds to, it answers that the stuff you've suppressed. So for example, um, if you are somebody who likes who they are but feels like they can't truly be 100% themselves because it's not how they should be because a lot of the ego is also informed by who you think you should be um, and you can't accept that this is really part of who you are but it, you kind of also want to be, then the anima or animus you have could be somebody who's really, really, really like you but rougher around the edges somehow, maybe more bold or more daring. That was a fork. Um, 
don't know why, I don't know why I need to know that. Um, but yeah. So if you're somebody who just wants to be more of yourself but can't find the courage to or, doesn't, or don't feel like it's appropriate, then your animal or animals could be somebody who's just really, really like you but more fearlessly. Um, on the other hand, if you're somebody like me, for example, doesn't like themselves in certain things, then your anima or animus could actually be your complete opposite. This is where the maybe this is why the opposites attract theory is. The whole point is though that your animus represents a persona, it, it, it's kind of that you complete me thing where when you combine the ego and the shadow, you get the self, you're actualized, you've accepted yourself, and so the animus represents your other half. If the persona is okay. the you you think you have to be or is, a, is, the, is the visualization of who you think you have to be, then the anima or animus is who you wish you were or wish you had, traits you wish you had, who you wish you could be, your ideal self. Like the way I put it is the persona is who you believe the world needs you, wants you to be and the shadow is who you wish you could be. Or sorry, the animus is who you wish you could be. The point is, like, yeah, you if you if you ask someone about their fictional crush, you will find out about their shadow self. Ergo, you will find out who they wish, or you will find out about their animos or anima, and you will find out who they wish they were. You know, just like how I secretly wish I could be sugar, but that'll never happen. 